What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Mission Driven Made podcast and solo episode Friday. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July. Hope you guys had a great week. And I also just want to take a moment today to say thank you so much for all of your support with Mission Driven Made. It's not even been two months yet, and now we're already creeping into the thousands as far as podcast downloads, website visits, and all of that. So thank you so much for all the support. I couldn't do it without all of you guys. So getting into today's topic. And as you noticed, um, if you saw the blog post from Monday, it's going to be very similar to that. And that is being addicted to comfort. So I'm going to start the episode off with a quote for you guys. Do you know who you really are and what you're capable of? Don't worry, you're not alone. In every town and country all over the world, millions roam the street like dead-eyed zombies addicted to comfort, embracing the victim mentality, and unaware of their true potential. So those uh, words, that quote, comes directly from the book, Can't Hurt Me, uh, which was written by retired Navy SEAL David Goggins. I highly recommend you guys read that book. It is an incredible story, and David Goggins went through one of the most just insane childhoods that you could ever think of. So when he talks about people embracing the victim mentality and doing that for their life, I feel like he has more authority to talk about that than just about anyone. So yeah, definitely go check out Can't Hurt Me. So what is it about comfort that we all like so much? And why do we always convince ourselves even that it brings us some type of joy? And what's even more toxic than thinking being comfortable is going to bring us joy, it's thinking that we owe it to ourselves to be comfortable after we face some type of a challenge. And have you ever been through anything that's you know been so hard or so drained to the point where you've actually convinced yourself of that? Because I know I for sure have been there, um, at least in the past. And the more comfortable I start to feel, and I always kind of have to look backwards on my life to realize this, but the more comfortable I feel, the more I feel like I'm wasting my life and my purpose. That's just kind of how my mind works. And also how my mind works, I always feel like the clock is ticking, if that kind of makes sense. And uh, years ago, I began to do a, a lot of speaking engagements for the fire department. And up until that point, most of the engagements were relatively small. I would go and talk to, at the biggest, a large classroom. So that could be anywhere from you know 10 to 30, maybe 40 people or so. And while I was doing this, um, I was also going to a little bit larger of events with my captain where he would do the public speaking at the time. And he was one of the best public speakers I've ever heard. And you guys have probably heard me talk about that in some of the podcasts um, in the past. He was actually one of my guests uh, a few weeks ago, but he was so good at engaging the crowd, in my opinion. I just began to be very intrigued by the art of public speaking. I just thought it was absolutely fascinating. And what was even crazier is he would get up and not really have anything prepared. And I know most public speakers, for the most part at least, they have some type of format or they have bullet points written down or or something. 
but he would get up with nothing prepared and get standing ovations. And then I'll never forget uh, the specific time. This was uh, years ago. He was the keynote speaker at this event that we would do every year. And there was about 500 people there or so. And 30 minutes before he was supposed to speak, one of the coordinators that we were working with at the event came up to him and asked him if she could see his notes for the keynote speech that was coming up. And he smiled and said, what notes? I'm just going to wing this whole thing. And panic absolutely (laughs) overtook the coordinator's face, realizing that he was serious and literally hadn't written anything down. Long story short, he ended up getting up on stage. He gave close to a 45-minute speech, and it ended with a standing ovation. It was absolutely incredible. And as time went on, and I would continue to watch him speak at these larger events while I continued to speak at smaller ones, I started to think, you know, maybe I could do that one day. And then at the same time, though, I had these opposite thoughts that would immediately consume me. And I would just pray to myself that he would never call me to speak in front of that many people. And I kept telling myself, you know, I'd be way too uncomfortable or I'm not qualified enough to go and speak to that many people. And I wanted to sit there right in the middle of my comfort zone, continuing to speak to these smaller groups. And I just kept justifying it to myself, why I didn't need to go and challenge myself and speak in front of these large crowds. I literally tell myself, like, I've already accomplished, you know, plenty in my life or plenty of challenging things. I don't need to do this. I don't need to improve my public speaking skills. And I I started to learn uh, my ego kind of became my, my best friend or best sympathizer, if you will. (laughs) And then uh, my captain came up to me one day and informed me that he was going to be going out of town. And while he was out of town, he had a conference that was scheduled for us. And so he asked if I could go. And of course, um, I agreed. And from my incorrect interpretation, I kind of thought it would be a conference. There'd maybe be a keynote speaker. We'd all be broken down into tables and I would just be discussing the fire department with the people at my table. What I didn't realize until the next day was I was actually going to be one of the speakers at the event. So for the next uh, 12 hours, and you know, the whole next day I spent preparing for the event and I was absolutely horrified, mainly because I didn't want to look incompetent in front of a lot of people. And I thought there was somewhere around 500 people at the event. My captain later told me there was a thousand. I'm not really sure, but regardless, I was horrified. And it was almost impossible to go to sleep that night knowing what I had to do the next day. And I remember I pulled into the parking lot of the event the next day, seeing car after car after car after car just sitting there. There were so many people when I pulled up, I kind of thought I might've pulled up to the wrong building. And when I realized that wasn't the case, I hadn't even actually parked yet. And I could just feel my heart beating out of my chest because I was so nervous. And I sat there in my car for a moment, contemplating faking my own death or somehow finding a way out of this. That's how bad I didn't want to do it. So I ended up getting out of my car and I fearfully walked through the front doors of the conference building. And I was escorted over to my table where the rest of the speakers were going to be for the day. I looked around the room. And like I said, I saw hundreds, if not thousands of people all around the room. 
and I saw camera after camera after camera in the back all lined up and there was media personnel everywhere. And then I remember introducing myself to all the other speakers at the table, kind of pretending like I was confident with uh, what was about to happen. And I even looked down, we had these little booklets on our table and sure enough, I opened the booklet and I see uh, my photo along with the description of who I am and how I'm going to be speaking at this certain time. So there's no way out of it at this time, um, you know. There's nothing I could do. And I remember sitting next to, it was a city manager um, from, from one of the neighboring cities who was asked to speak. I remember he leaned over to me and said, I feel nervous every single time I public speak. I remember I was kind of taken back, like, you know, that's a huge part of his job. I just figured he was, you know, always comfortable. Uh, but with him saying that, for whatever reason, that actually made me feel way calmer hearing that, that he does this all the time and is still nervous. So that was the only thing uh, that morning that brought me a little bit of comfort or calmed me down just a little bit. And then eventually uh, the media team came over to us and mic'd us all up and we were soon on our way up on the stage. Remember I was walking up and I was kind of blinded by all the lights that were pointed toward us. I was trying not to look into the crowd too much as I was walking up just not wanting to give myself another reason to be nervous. And I was trying not to think of all the cameras, you know, pointing at me and everyone staring up there. But I took one last big breath, uh, making sure my mic didn't pick it up and told myself, you know, it's game time. And after it was all said and done, I made my way off the stage. Um, everything went fine, luckily. Uh, and a few things uh, came to mind. The first thing, I learned that day how much respect I have for people that public speak in front of large crowds all the time. <laughs> that's how uh, that's how relieved I felt when when I got off that stage. And then second, you know, once my adrenaline completely came down, I told myself, you know, there's no more being addicted to comfort anymore. How badly I didn't want to do that. It was embarrassing even to myself. So yeah, I probably didn't have the best performance that day whatsoever. But every, like I said, everything went fine. Uh, but I, I did realize any person in history who has ever achieved something of significance, they definitely didn't get there from being comfortable. And I feel like it just takes a, a lifetime of being intentional about putting ourselves out there and putting ourselves in uncomfortable situations to get you closer to what your potential actually is. The sad thing, though, is uh, 99% of the population will never have any idea of what they can accomplish in this lifetime because they are too addicted to their own comfort. And if I can leave you guys with uh, just a little something, as the saying goes, it is time to start being comfortable with being uncomfortable. All right. Thanks everyone for tuning in today to the Mission Driven Made podcast. If you found value in this today, please subscribe to the channel. Take a few seconds, just leave a, a quick review, leave a five-star review if you would, and then share it with a friend. It means the world to me when you guys do that. Until next time, everyone, I hope you guys have a great day and stay mission-driven.